You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You're listening to the E2C Network. Podcasts by Auburn fans, for Auburn fans. War Eagle Auburn fans, and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn track and field news and discussion. I'm your host, Jessica Loomis, and I'm here with my husband and co-host, Kyle, to discuss the Bob Pollock Indoor Meet in Clemson, South Carolina. It's an old familiar meet we've talked a lot about, and it's nice to be back there for indoor track and field. Man, we talk about South Carolina the first month of indoor every year. Like, we are just always in South Carolina. I know Bob Pollock's probably an important person over there in South Carolina, but I have no clue who he is. I'm just, Bob and Pollock, I'm just, every year we talk about this. He did something at Clemson. Great. That's what but I know. <laughs> thank, thank you for the absolute clarity. And you are very you. welcome. He is important. The great insight that you prepared for for this the show here is just I outstanding. I am so prepared. It's, it is it is just shocking. <laughs> <laughs> so this meet that Auburn went to at Clemson, they went January 29th and 30th. So the Friday and Saturday of January. So... It's the second meet of the 2021 indoor season. And it was a good time to be doing indoor track and field stuff because it is nasty out here right now. It is so miserable. It is such a January time. What is a January time to you? Awful. Give me a little bit more descriptive. You're really lacking on the descriptive things today. (laughs) What's going on with you? Gloomy, dreary, rainy, cold. All the things that make you want to stay inside with a blanket and a fire. Basically be a hermit. Amen. Which is every day for you. Not mad at that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Let's stop talking about Hermes. We'll talk about some track and field. Okay, so Kyle, there were a lot of highlights. I see that. I'm very excited <laughs> about this. I I was going through writing like, okay, the big highlights of the meet, so you know we can actually highlight it this week. Oh my week. gosh! You're so and then lame. I started going, and I was like, wow, there's like 12 things that we need to talk about. See, this makes me really happy because as most people who've been listening to the show will know, I am the guy who loves the medals, first, second, third place, and you're the PR person. Yep. I'm sure there's some PRs mixed in here, but my goodness, look at all these placements. I know, Kyle. I know you were so proud with all these medals. So starting off, we've got Maddie Malone, of course, our little throwing champion. Little? How about dominant champion here? I didn't mean little in like a mean sense. I mean, I meant it as like a term of endearment. Sure. Okay. All right. Like, you're my little love bug. Oh, my gosh. What just (laughs) happened here? So, Maddie Malone, our person that wins things, I don't know what Kyle would approve of, but she won her second weight throw event already in 2021. (laughs) Not just winning here, but two in a row for Maddie Malone. Yep. That's incredible. Killing it already. And here's the thing we talked about last um, episode about, you know, the last meet probably didn't have the level of competition that you'd see at the next upcoming meet, you know, smaller field and all that kind of stuff. But there's they did better overall as yeah. a team, and it's already starting off with Maddie. I love it. I'm here for it. So another throwing event, we had Mara Hewalt. She won a gold medal in shot put, and she PR'd. With a throw of 15.56 meters. Look, we both win in that scenario. I love it. Gold and a PR, it doesn't get much better than that. That's our it's our normal. Well, you know, we, we got to win somehow. <laughs> <laughs> then we got Kyle Brown who placed second in the men's shot put with a PR of 20. 
uh, 0.58 meters. So I remember last time he didn't he win his event last time, so second place. So while you look that up, I really do think that he won the last one because we were talking about how my boy Kyle, because we share the same name, did really. I'm gonna go with yes. I think he did. And then the fun name after that, Alex Spyridonidus. Mm. Spyridonidus won the heptathlon with 5,314 points, fourth best in Auburn history in terms of the amount of points. So we haven't, I don't think we've had too many like athlons where we've been able to celebrate a win. I think there's been a couple, but not, at least on the men's side, I don't think that's ever happened for us. So this is, that's fair. We've had some athletes compete, but this may be the first gold medal we've talked about on our channel. Quick aside here is Alex Spyridonidus. Man or woman? I, I a man. Okay, I, I couldn't. I just realized that I said that in the men's side. I was like, I should have checked that before. Yep. Alex is a he. So moving on to Joyce Camelli making her 2021 indoor track debut. She placed second in the 3,000 meter, and she placed second by less than one second. <laughs> So I have a lot of excitement for seeing Joyce this season. And we didn't get to see her, you know, really in uh, cross-country season. So that was very sad for us to see her back here running again is good. Yeah, I'm so excited to see her back. And then Kamaya Dendi placed second in the women's high jump. Just jumping and running all over the place in second place. Uh, We'll finish out here with the highlights. Dontavious Hill and TJ Funches tied for second in the men's high jump. Dontavious won it last go-around, so the fact that he's still placed in the top three overall, is the top two, for a matter of fact, is still great. James Corson placed second in the men's pole vault, and then Dante Brown placed second in the 60-meter dash. So let me, let me look at this right here, Jessica. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten second or better placements You're not wrong. in this meet. I don't. Have we ever had a meet this successful? Probably. You think we've just forgotten about know. it now? <laughs> Honestly, you're putting me on the spot, but I'm going to go with this was... This is definitely this top... Big. This is like top three meets that you and I have ever covered yeah. for, for Auburn. Oh, and- for sure. So let's go ahead and jump right in because you just talked about Dante Brown placing second in the 60 meter dash. So I want to clarify that was in the finals. Oh, excuse me. Yes. So he qualified for finals by placing fourth out of 18 individuals with a time of 6.79. So in his, I believe that was his, his final time was actually a little bit slower than his prelim time. So he scored higher placed higher in the finals but ran slower but ran a little bit slower which means everybody else did too i know that's interesting to think about and well, i get they're, that they're more tired they're they're more tired yeah is that correct grammar nope i don't think it is i didn't ask you to be an english professor here i'm some the grammar police over here that's what i do well why don't you worry about saying some words and then spirodonidus okay so then moving on to the men's 200 meter dash there were 20 athletes that competed three of whom were auburn athletes we had Brandon Smiley place seventh with a time of 21.70 seconds, followed by Jason Reese placing eighth, 21.79, and immediately followed by Giovanni Murray with a ninth place finish and a 21.83 seconds. Three Auburn Tigers together and all three in the top half of the field of competition here. I love it. I really do, because I think they did this in the last meet, too. Well, they went, didn't compete in the last meet, but I know we, we've talked a lot about some of them, so we're familiar names for us. We'll move right along to the men's 800 meter. Malik, oh, wow. Met, yeah. Metiver. Metivier. Metivier? Oh, Metivier. Metivier. There we go. He's a senior. He plates 12th out of 24 runners in this 800 meters with a time of 1 minute 56.3 seconds. The first time we're getting to talk about uh, Malik in this, and he's placed in the top half. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited. 800 and the 400 are my two favorite events, which I have said a million times. So I'm happy to see 
athletes competing in those. And we'll move on to the men's 60-meter hurdles, the event that I wish Jessica would run in so I could oh watch her fall. Oh, my gosh. I fell down the stairs just walking. Could I you know. imagine? I know. <laughs> David Edmondson, the sophomore, places fifth out of only five competitors. Um, 8.55 was his time on this, which was quicker than last time. A lot faster. So last week he competed and his time was 8.8 seconds. So he is almost three-tenths of a second faster. So I think, again, to reminder to the listeners, even though you don't hear, and this is also a reminder for me as well, don't hear the maybe placements, the first, second, third, that type of stuff that you're wanting to hear and you're hearing fifth out of five. He's still improving each time he's come out so far. In this and now event. do you see why I don't care about medals and I don't but care about placement? And I, like I know, it. I know, but I'm just saying track and field is very different. It's not just about, well, let me get this little trophy and put it at Walmart and let's go look at it. At Walmart? Where did you get that from? Uh, the national championship oh, football you're talking about trophy. For the Alabama play- fans and all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, like track and field is a more dignified sport. <laughs> well, all right then. <laughs> Okay, moving on to some more field events. We've got men's high jump, and like we said, Dontavious Hill and TJ Funches both tied for second place out of 11 athletes with a jump of 2.05 meters, which is a little bit higher for TJ than last week and a smidge lower for Dontavious, so kind of right in the middle for the two of them. Yeah, and Dontavious dropped a little more than TJ did on this one, so it's interesting that... TJ went up. Oh, excuse me, I had that backwards there, but you get what I'm saying here. Yeah. The drop was more significant than the rise in that one. I find that pretty interesting. Um, men's pole vault finals. We had two competitors this time. We had James Corson um, placing second out of 11 athletes with a jump of 5.05 meters. A jump? A vault. Sorry. A I would vault. If you had just acted like, you know, that wasn't a mistake. But that I wasn't would've... right. I knew it, as soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, ugh. There are many things that come out of your mouth that I just kind of question sometimes, so, you know. Fair. I should probably just be quiet. <laughs> no, 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 no. Then it's just me here <laughs> talking nonsense, so. Well, then we had Matthew Asplund, a freshman, place eighth with a jump. Golly gee, I did it again. A vault of 4.60 meters. We'll move along to the men's long jump finals. David Edmondson again, a name we've already talked about. The sophomore, eighth out of ten competitors, 6.64 meters his last jump at the previous meet was 6.46 meters, so improvement yet again there. Again, remember, without even though the placement's not where you want it to be, he's improving in terms of his distances. The men's shot punt, my favorite, throwing things, because I like to throw things around places and other things. Uh, Adam Strauff, is that how you would say that? Strauff? Strauff, Adam Strauff. The freshman, 10th out of 16, with a throw of 16.04 meters. That's the first time we've seen him this season, so... First time I've had to pronounce that name, too. Well, thank goodness his first name's Adam, because we know how to say that. (laughs) Moving on to men's weight throw, we had three competitors. We had Kyle Brown play second out of 18 competitors with a throw of 20.58 meters, which is significantly farther than last meet of 20.23 meters. Um, then we had Eric Ebel place fourth with a throw of 18.66 meters. Again, an improvement from last week. And Kyle Moison placed sixth and with a throw of 18.37 meters. So all three of those men threw much farther than they did their first meet yeah. of the season. So really proud of that. Um, and then moving on to the men's heptathlon, Kyle kind of already talked about this, where Alex Spiridonidis. Spiridonidis. Mm, thank you. Get it together. 
He placed first out of six competitors with 5,314 points. That is a lot of points, but there's a lot of events in the seven total events to run in this one. And, you know, well, not just run, throw, run, jump, throw, jump, all that stuff, all, all of the things, all of the things. And I'm, I'm happy that we finally get to celebrate from what our recollection, maybe the first, if not one of the few wins in one of these type of events yeah, we've had. Absolutely. Hey, Auburn fans, I want to take a quick time out from this episode to bring your attention to something very special. Here at the E2C Network, we pride ourselves on bringing you the best content for Auburn fans out there. And best of all, it's free to you. But just because it's free doesn't mean there aren't costs, especially when you have a library of hundreds of podcasts, videos, blogs, and more. Many of you have reached out and asked how you can support this network in the past. Well, now I have your answer. It's called the E2C Network Booster Club over at patreon.com slash E2C Network. There you'll find a membership monthly reward system where you can sign up for as little as $1 and get different perks at different tiers. Some of those perks include things such as apparel, eligibility to join us on future podcasts, recognition as an E2C Network Booster, exclusive communications, and bonus content that is available nowhere else. If you love this network and want to help us keep producing podcasts like this one, please head on over to patreon.com slash E2C Network to join the E2C Network Booster Club. You can also get there by going to our website, E2Cnetwork.com slash support. Whether you decide to join or not, we are still so appreciative that you would support us by just listening and being here because each and every one of you is part of our E2C Network family. Well, that's it. Timeout's over. Let's get back into the episode. Women's 60-meter dash. We got Zatoria Thompson. She ran a time of 7.73 seconds and got 12th out of 37 competitors, so a big field here. Mm -hmm. And she uh, was a little bit slower this time. I don't even know that I consider it. It's uh, 7 tenths, no, 7 one hundredths of a second. That's a lot, though, in a dash, though. Don't you think? It's hurdles. Oh, no, it's not hurdles. It's dash. I was about to say, that's, that's, a, that's a quite a bit slower there. So I wonder well, what happened here. I don't, let's not say quite a bit slower, because if you and I were doing this, our time would be 800 Remember, seconds. when we speak about this, folks, we're speaking about if we were actually athletes. We're not. We, <laughs> we liked it. We were, but we oh, were not please. that good of I'm ones. I'm a professional Netflix athlete. That's true. And um, But no, I honestly, I'm not concerned with eight, seven, one hundredths of a second. Yeah. I think next week she'll be back. Plenty more meets to get that back up to where she wants to be. Women's 200-meter dash, three competitors here. Destiny Charles, a sophomore, fifth out of 33 with a time of 24.67 seconds. Nina Bitten-Andrews, the freshman, sixth out of 33 with a time of 24.68 seconds. And then Tyler Colbert, a junior with 12th out of 33, 24.93 seconds. Like what I'm seeing here all the way around, too, because it looks like all but one improved in this one. But they're all running together. They're up in the top half. A lot of things to be excited about with this group. Absolutely. Moving along to the 800 meter, we had Jennifer Dietrich, a senior, placed 10th out of 32 competitors. A lot of people competed in this. In 2 minutes, 14.7 seconds. She did that almost a full four seconds faster than last week. That is that is really big. That's significant. That's a huge in- improvement. Um, then Faith Bet placed 17th with a time of two minutes, 20.05 seconds. And she improved by about, I don't know, five tenths of, of a, a second? second. Yeah. You know, the maths are hard for me. So you're, oh, you're looking gosh. over here for me for support and I'm not going to give it to you. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you this, though, because you said... You talked about both of these um, competitors improved, Faith and Jennifer. Yes. We talked about 
four seconds being significant and it's any improvement is significant, but then, you know, whatever that fraction you gave me was, what would you say is a adequate improvement on a run? Just relatively speaking. I know it's for the 800. Yes. Anything more than two seconds. So the fact that that, she doubled it up is incredible. Yeah. Because that means, so for her, for an indoor track, you know, the track is 200 meter track. Mm -hmm. So she was four seconds faster. That means she was one second faster per lap. So think of it that way, and it's a short track. So that's that's significant because I think of it, my favorite being outdoor track where you've got a 400-meter track, yeah. meaning that she would have to go two seconds faster every lap. That's – to people who've never run track and field, that sounds like, oh, that's not that hard. No, it's freaking hard, people. <laughs> You're not bitter at all about that, are that's, you? That's a lot. Like, that's that's really good. So the other thing that we need to think about – so this girl is running – quarter miles gosh what is that 67 second quarter miles you are doing some math in your head well i'm just saying so i'm thinking about my high school career and i was not that good but i was about to say how short was that uh, i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm just saying so i ran a 62 second 400 nice and that was one 400 like i could not have gone a second lap she's running a 67 second 400 and doing it again nice so that's amazing. Like when you think of it in that way and like picture me, I mean, I was in the prime of my life and 62 seconds was the fastest I could ever go. So yeah, these girls are, they're, they're wait, strong athletes. Wait, the prime of your life is not right now with me? Oh, uh, yes, it is. Uh, dig yourself out of <laughs> the that The prime hole. of my athletic life. There you go. I like that. All right. Moving on to the women's mile. We had Faith Bet compete. She placed 20th out of 29 athletes with a time of 5 minutes, 15.1 seconds. This is the first time she's competed in the mile this season. Last time we saw Presley Weems. Yeah. And she did very well last time. So I'm surprised we didn't see her again. Well, I didn't see Presley at this meet at all. Interesting. So... It could have been, you know, sometimes we, in a normal year, we wonder why that happened. It could be they got a good enough time, don't want to, like, do it again. But maybe it's, I'd hate to say it, but, you know, it could be whatever everybody else is dealing with in the world right now. It could be related but to that. But also think it could be related to school. Like, these are yeah. student athletes. We have to remember they're students first. And it also could be, like, not even, it may be related to COVID stuff, but not necessarily that she has it. Like, they can only allow so many people to travel and things like that. Right. It could be all those. We don't know what the restrictions are. At, at this point. So if anybody listening knows these things, let us know because we have questions. <laughs> and we need answers. <laughs> uh, the women's 3,000 meter Joyce Camelli uh, with a run of 9 minutes, 14.5 seconds. And that got her second out of 25 runners. Yeah, Great to see amazing. Joyce back and doing big things as we expect her to do. Next up, we've got the women's 60 meter hurdles. Kiara McCarroll, the junior, 19th out of 21 uh, competitors, 9.16 seconds. And she improved by leaps and bounds yes, on this as well. Yes, she did. And the hurdle, not just a 60 meter, 60 meter hurdle. Correct. That that was a huge improvement for her. So really excited to see what she's going to bring the rest of the season. Um, also talking about improvement, we had the women's 4x4 relay. So we had Naya, Jennifer, Destiny, and Tyler. So Destiny actually didn't compete last time. And this meet, they placed 8 out of 13 teams, and they were almost, well, they were. They were 3.2 seconds faster, so 3 minutes, 54.7 seconds. So the addition of Destiny may have changed, you know, may have caused them to improve. It also, I didn't look and see the last week, the order of, (laughs) the order of operations. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) The... You know, just drop a math pun in here. I'm just saying, you know, who ran first position, second, third, fourth, you know, that can make a huge difference too. But either way, the women's 4x4 is um, is improving. So proud of that. 
Then um, moving on to the women's high jump, Kyle kind of spoke about this earlier. We had Kamaya Dendi um, play second out of 14 with a jump of 1.74 meters, which is an improvement over last meet. Then Caroline Lawrence placed third with 1.7 meters, another improvement. And lastly, we had Allison Tanner place sixth out of 14 with a jump of 1.65 meters. So all three of those athletes improved. They all improved by at least 0.03 meters. That's huge. That is an incredible improvement there. And then they're all the fact. So like it's one thing for all of or one of them to do it. The fact that they're doing this together, improving, staying in the in the top half of competition. You're not just seeing this on high jump. You're seeing this across the board for Auburn, which is, I mean, I can continue to say it. I'm surprised because we've had good things to talk about in track and field, but not to this level and with the competition only getting stronger. Yeah, absolutely. And I think if you don't follow, I'm going to give a plug for an account that I that has nothing to do with me, but Auburn Track and Field, you need to. Because on Instagram, they post all kinds of meat pictures. Um meat not neat but uh from the meats and you meet can see... meat pictures. <laughs> right they're both but just watching there were a lot of little clips and pictures of the girls doing their high jumps it's incredible what these athletes can do and you just look at them like launching themselves over this bar you know a bar taller than most of them are and you're like how in the world so just you know really cool and if you're on instagram you might want to consider following that account we'll move on to the women's pole vault lexi Linenweber. Leaning Go over? for it. A uh, freshman. Uh, we saw her last time. She got 8th out of 17th here at this meet. 3.8 meters. That's an improvement from her 3.75 that she had in the previous meet. The women's long jump. A new face, Janiah Jones. Freshman, 13th out of 24. 5.40 meters on her jump. Imani ran in the last meet. She did not in this one. Or excuse me, jump in the last meet. Here I go switching things up again. Yep. You're contagious over here. Sorry. Sarah Little, the junior, uh, 16th out of 24 with a jump of 5.30 meters. Another improvement there. Absolutely. So we've seen a lot of overall improvement this meet, which I'm so ecstatic for. Um, moving on to the women's weight throws. So we have... Two golds to round it out. <laughs> two, uh, yeah, two different events. So women's shot put, we had Mara Hewalt place first, like we said earlier, out of 24 athletes with a throw or a shot put of 15.5, six meters. You had it right meters. the first time. <laughs> <laughs> then we had Kiara McCarroll, um, place eight out of 24 athletes with a throw of 13.12 meters. And finally, to round it out, we had women's weight throw, Maddie Malone placing first out of 23 with a throw of 22.15 meters. Mara Hewalt placing seventh with a throw of 17.69 meters. And lastly, Jocelyn Budwig placing eighth with a throw of 16.75 meters. I'm not blowing past this group right here because we're going to have plenty of opportunities to talk about them again. But I'm going to give a shout out to Kiara McCarroll because not only is she doing big things in the shot put, but she's also doing running events as well. We might be seeing her. So I'm kind of mad that you realized that and pointed it out because that was going to be my final plug. Oh, no. Was oh, no, no, look don't. at Kiara go. And I think we've got a lot of things that we're going to see from her this season. You think these things are lost on me. I know I'm just the dumb color commentator <laughs> over here, but uh, I catch up on some things every once I'm in a while. I'm just saying somebody that can sprint because the the 60 meter hurdles, whether it's hurdles or not, that's still sprint but also launch herself over hurdles and throw. This is a strong athlete. So looking forward to watching her this season. My big takeaway from this is, you know, <laughs> the, I get, we didn't, weren't concerned, but we were questioning 
would the success that we saw in the Carolina Challenge translate over to the Bob Pollock, which is a more popular, a more a more busy uh, in terms of the number of athletes there and quality of teams and, and athletes and stuff like that. What would the trajectory be like for this team? And I'm not shocked, but I'm pleasantly surprised in many ways to see how well they did yeah. in, in all these. So I'm very encouraged for the rest of the season. Absolutely. So the next meet that Auburn has is coming up this next weekend, February 5th and 6th. And we're going back to the great state of South Carolina. We didn't leave. (laughs) For the South Carolina Invitational. Surely they're just taking classes in South Carolina at this point. I mean, maybe it's virtual. Are they even going? Do you even go to Auburn at this point? (laughs) I mean, three weeks in South Carolina. (laughs) You've been Clemson, South Carolina, you know, you never know. Dominating the state of South Carolina, unlike the football team. Ooh. Ooh, man, that stings. that's all we've got for the Bob Pollock meet, but we hope you will join us next time for the South Carolina Invitational, like I said, February 5th and 6th, so... War Eagle. War Eagle. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains... Do you?